What's up, everybody? I am Matt at Beard Laws Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you're looking for a podcast that talks about beards, beard care, beard news, really anything beard-related, as well as some randomness, some sports, some jokes, some music news, a little bit of whatever, then you have found the right place. You have found the right host. So stick with me, and we will get you there, especially my bearded brothers. I got some tips. I got some tricks. You might be asking yourself, beard laws, what are they? I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory, but if you must know, beard laws are something that everyone should know. Whether you have a beard or don't, the laws need to be remembered and they need to be enforced. Like Beard Law 14, if you touch my beard without asking, I'll touch your butt without asking. It's just common courtesy and make sure that all of us bearded guys are protected and everybody that's out there grabbing bearded boys' butts you're protected as well. There's laws against it. I mean, we can issue beard tickets. We haven't had to yet, but it's a concept that we've been toying with. But yes, so all of the beard laws have came up with um, just sitting around coming up with ideas. Certain people have submitted them to me. So if you have a stroke of brilliance and you want your own beard law, email me, matt at beardlaws.com. You can name the law. I'll name it after you, whatever works. But um, And if you're looking to see a list of all of the beard laws, check out beardlaws.com. But what is absolutely amazing, I personally think, and I think you're going to think it as well, people that know what Beard Laws is, is took this concept of just making up these silly Beard Laws and made the website and have merchandise with the whole intent of raising money for the Richard E. Winter Cancer Center, which is Augsburg, New York. Um, uh, I work at the hospital, so it had a little more meaning to me. I've had family members. I've had friends. I've had a lot of people that I know that have had to sit at the cancer center, do their treatments. And the first thing you're going to notice when you're sitting there for so long, other than the fact that you're nervous, you don't know what to expect, um, the TVs. They're about 13, maybe 15-inch CRT TVs, which are the old-style Big, long, heavy TVs. They're terrible. The quality is terrible. And uh, I remember being over there. A family member of mine was sitting there looking up at the TVs, and he was just like, man, I don't know if this is a, a newer episode of uh, Price is Right. I can't tell if Drew Carey's fat or not. <laughs> I mean, They're that bad. And then you would just be sitting there. They would just turn off. And it was just something that kind of hit home for me, something that I had kind of the ball rolling on something i was able to set a goal of five thousand dollars that i wanted to raise it was the original um proposed quote that the hospital had but they were unable to fit in the budget it just kept getting cut out for the last two years quote was provided to me it was like i said five thousand dollars it was going to be 11 tvs 28 inch did a motorcycle run leather up for cancer care buddy of mine chuck was just just huge he got the word out to some biker friends um advertised all over the place had a lot of generous donations from a lot of great people a lot of great companies a lot of great vendors so thank you all you know who you are um and we actually came up with the idea sitting in his garage just having a couple of beers one night and i was showing him you know some of the beard laws what was going on with it and he he says man let's do a motorcycle run keep in mind this was like February, cold. Uh, we kind of took a list of all the other uh, motorcycle runs that were going around in the area and noticed that uh, May 18th, nothing was going on. It could be the first motorcycle run 
The weather has been terrible where we're from as it got closer, just cold and rain, and we got really nervous, but we absolutely we lucked out. We had one of the most beautiful days of the summer so far, and uh, we were able to raise $2,700 towards the cause, which, in my opinion, is <laughs> absolutely amazing. We had 156 registered riders, which we talked to a lot of people. Uh, Jerry's Run, for instance, that's coming up. Uh, this summer, we spoke with them, and they were able to, um, on their first one, I thought they said about 40 or 50 bikes. So they're on their seventh year. Check it out, Jerry's Run. Uh, Google it. You can get to the website. It's jerrysrunforcancer.org. You can pre-register now. If you're not a rider but want to be a part of it, you can um, register, and they have buses. Uh, if the first bus fills, they will get a second bus, and it's July 20th. Um, at Bellabrook Winery in uh, Hammond. So it's a great venue. There's going to be some vendors set up. They're actually raffling off to give away a couple of motorcycles. Met a lot of the people that go on the run when we did our run, and it's just, just a class act. A lot of great people, a lot of, a lot of great people looking to donate to a good cause. So not only was ours a success, and it's going to go directly to the community, uh, Jerry's Run for Cancer. Also, they give back to families that need it for cancer care and everything. So um, highly recommend if you're a biker. Uh, like I said, check out jerrysrunforcancer.org. Get pre-registered. If you're looking to help out the cause directly, you can go to beardlaws.com, check out the shop. There's a lot of merchandise, anywhere from shoes that I can custom make for you, t-shirts, hoodies, hats, underwear, dog beds, towels, flip-flops, you name it, it's on there. Check it out. It also has the sister brand, pun intended, Sisters for Whiskers. It is an off-brand that was created by a couple of uh, a couple of women that were a little upset that all the all the beards, all the beard laws were getting all the love. They were like, you know, we'd love to buy the the merchandise, but we don't have beards. We don't have to have a beard to support it. First of all, but second of all, now there's one for you. Sisters for Whiskers also available on beardlaws.com. Check it out if you want to donate directly and don't want any merchandise. PayPal.me/beardlaws. Or um, if you have any questions, any concerns, if you're a business and would like to join in as a sponsorship, email me, matt at beardlaws.com. But let's get into into some beard talk. Often, I have a rather large beard. If you haven't seen it, feel free to to search the internet. It's around. Or email me, matt at beardlaws.com. Check out the Instagram, beardlaws. Check out uh, Twitter, the official beardlaw. All right, you'll see that beard. We're on YouTube, Beard Laws. We also have a Facebook page. There's pictures, there's everything around. But the first question I could ask is, dude, how long did it take you to grow that beard? Well, I started April of 2018, so what is it, a year and a couple of months. And, uh, yeah, people people just think that it kind of happens overnight, or they think, wow, that's only been a year and a little bit. But it takes a lot of dedication. It takes a lot of time. You might not think it. There's a lot of people that don't put a lot of care into it. But once you do, every time you see a beard that just looks straggly or doesn't look well taken care of, you will notice. And if you have a if you have a girlfriend, a boyfriend, a significant other, whatever you have, just warn them that your products are going to take up some room in a medicine cabinet. It's going to take over your shower. There is going to be an invasion of some beard stuff. So be prepared. Um, a lot of people also ask what I use for products. I can let you know what I use. I use Viking Revolution shampoo and conditioner currently. 
and I'm using the Honest Amish oil. I've tried the Classic. I'm using the Pure Oil. I've also tried the Viking Revolution oil. Thought it would work great with pairing up the shampoo, the conditioner, and everything together. I didn't have great results, but I think whether my beard just got used to it or I got used to it, the Honest Amish is just absolute money to me. It's my favorite oil. I've tried several other oils, a couple of them kind of dried out my skin it kind of um gave you that beard dandruff but the honest amish oil it just just gets in there just soaks in there so if anybody from honest honest amish is listening to this hook me up come on man let's be a sponsor let's work together let's partner up let's let's get you on the website let's get me some samples and uh yeah honest amish check it out tell them beard law sent you <laughs> so on beardlaws.com there's a special page called beard tips a lot of the information that I'm going to talk to you fairly quickly about is on there. I just think it's sometimes easier for someone to listen to it rather than read it because let's be honest, a lot of us guys, we just don't like to read. Um, ladies, if you're looking to help your man out, feel free to check it out or just listen for the next couple of minutes. These are based on what I think, what I've learned from growing a beard for a couple of years. If you have better tips, if you have better products, if you have anything that's working for you, I would love to hear it. I'd love the feedback. Like I said, metabeardlaws.com, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, whatever it is. Hit me up. Love to hear it. Love to see your beard. Um, what I'd like to eventually do is incorporate the podcast, obviously, on beardlaws.com. There is a fan gallery. If you already own some merch, email me a picture, metabeardlaws.com. If you want to get featured in the supporter gallery, buy something. Take a picture. Take a selfie. Have somebody take it. Email it to me, and we'll get you right on the front page with all the other amazing supporters. So the first, the first piece of advice that I that I would honestly recommend is just take your razors, put them in a medicine cabinet, put them away, don't even touch them. All right, you're not going to need them for a while. Maybe for some touch up. If you're part Sasquatch like me, I grow hair on my cheeks, underneath my neck. When I was first getting going, I haven't seen my neck, let alone my chin, in a long time. So. Just, just put those away. I highly recommend just not touching the beard for a couple of months. Two, three months, just let it go. It's going to look terrible, but it's okay because once you start training your hair, once you start trimming your hair, it's going to look amazing. Trust me, trust me. But you do need to have patience. That is the key. Well, genetics. I, I honestly think genetics are a key because i got a lot of friends they can't grow a beard. Some people just don't have the gift of growing a beard. It's okay. But just have patience, all right? Products. Products is number two. All right, you've already listened to what I use um, with the Viking Revolution, the Honest Amish combo. Everybody's beard, everybody's face, everybody reacts a little bit differently. So as we get going a little bit later in here, I'll recommend some of the top oils in the game, some of the top products, and, uh, you know, try them out, and you let me know, and we can, uh, we can, talk, we can talk beard because that's what I'm about, beard talk. So this is this section, beard talk. Probably should have said that before, but I just kind of thought of it. I'm going to think of that for next time. Beard talk. So, yeah, obviously women, women, they love beards, most of them. Some of them don't. The whole rumor about how their beards are dirty, they're dirtier than dogs' tongues, there's shit in your beard. No, no, there's not. Trust me. Once in a while, I'm going to get some food in there. I can guarantee you there is no shit in my beard. I can guarantee you that an animal that licks his own butt and balls and anything else does not have a cleaner tongue than this beard. All right. I challenge you 
We will swab it up. We'll bring it there. We'll find somebody to test it. You take your dog's tongue. I'll take my beard any day of the week, and we'll have a contest. I'm telling you I'm going to win, especially if I get to shower first. But, uh, yeah, just let it grow. Like I talked about, two or three months, don't touch it. Um, get a good brush. Get a good comb. Get a good combo. Um, I had for sale and had a ton of positive feedback, beard laws, brushes, and combs. I'm thinking about getting another order. If not, find yourself a good boar bristle brush and a nice like wooden comb with not a lot of spaces but not too tight where as you're going to comb it, it's going to get stuck. Um, Birchbox, they have a great handy chart for beard trimming, so feel free to check out uh, birchbox.com. It's going to kind of give trim advice, um, just kind of going to help you out. If you are fortunate enough to live in an area where there is a barbershop or there is someone that specializes in beards, I would think spending the money would be a great investment. Unfortunately, there isn't anybody in the area within probably two, two and a half hours, unless I went over to Canada. I'm sure there's somebody there. So I have done all my own work, and the biggest thing I can that I can stress to you is trim it and use scissors. No electric razors. I mean, every once in a while, a guy that I work with will come in missing a mustache, missing the beard, and it's always an unfortunate, well, that's what they blame it, an unfortunate incident with an electric razor. Personally, I think it's the woman in their lives saying, oh, my God, your beard is so gross. Thank you, beard. No. Beard Law 54, if you shave your beard for a woman, you don't deserve either. So, ladies, get used to it, all right? There's many, many benefits of having a bearded man. Trust me, we can touch on that later. Just let him grow it. Let him be a man. Let him be a lumberjack. Let him live, let him live out the fantasy of the bearded brotherhood, all right? But, yes, trim it gently with scissors very carefully. What I personally do is I just brush down, get it the way I want it, trim. You still got hair sticking up? Trim them up a little bit. Brush it down, trim it up, or you can fluff it all the way out. See the uneven spots. Just start from the ears. Slowly on the outside, trim it down. Comb it, and comb it and trim has worked wonders for me. That's my uh, that's my personal take. But once you figure out the trimming, once it starts to take shape, that's when we got to start talking oils and products. Um, beard oils that contain um, certain ingredients are obviously going to help. A lot of them are pretty much the same, but a lot of them are a little bit different. So let me get into some of the best rated oils that uh, I found kind of just reading on a couple of different sites like the Beardaholic. And um, I just kind of took the ratings from, you know, maybe their top five the other websites top five just kind of made my own list and also based it off some of the oils that uh, that I've personally used. So let's get into uh, oil talk. All right, so a couple of the sites, like I mentioned, was beardaholic.com as well as gearhungry.com is another good site that talks about oils and products and stuff like that. So Gear Hungry, their top-rated best oil was the Boss Man Beard Oil Kit. It's about 29 bucks on Amazon. The link is in uh, Beard Laws, like I said, on beardlaws.com and the beard tips. Um, what's, what's unique about this kit, and I've actually had a cousin that just started using it. It, uh, it comes with an oil, it comes with a conditioner, and it comes with a little beard bomb. So uh, for the price, 29 bucks, that's not too bad. As I mentioned earlier, it's nice to try to stick with, um, with one vendor. So as a starter kit, it might be something that you'd like to try. 
Um, if you do try it, let me know if it works for you. Like I said, it, it works very well for uh, for a cousin of mine. Number two from Gear Hungry was a, a Viviro beard oil and conditioner. It was currently sold out on Amazon. So naturally, it must be pretty good. Um, I haven't checked in the last week or so. If it was back in stock, I, I looked up this information last week, but as of then, it was still out of stock. But uh, if you if you get your hands on it through a different vendor, I'd love to try it. Or uh, or if you're out there and you want to send a product to me, any company, feel free. I'll review it. I'll talk about it. Whatever you want. Third option um, was just your straight ahoba oil. It's a main ingredient in pretty much every oil, but this was just a straight, smaller bottle of it. Pure, organic. It's about 14 bucks on Amazon. I've heard mixed reviews on it. It's definitely going to be very good for your beard, but it does lack a lot of other vitamins and other ingredients that can help um, strengthen your beard. And not only your beard, but the pores underneath your beard, which is, which is very, very key. Beardaholic, like I said, they, they recently came out with their top five. Uh, number one was the Beardaholic. Um, it boosts beard growth. It doesn't have, doesn't leave beards greasy. It eliminates beard rough entirely. It doesn't get that itchiness. Um, number two was the Honest Amish Classic that I had mentioned that I've used. I agree 100%. Uh, I'm just assuming that Beardaholic went number one because their product is you know, going to be number one on their own list. So Beardaholic, if you are listening, please send me a bottle. I'd love to see if it matches up against the Honest Amish. Honest Amish Premium is the longest lasting according to them. And it actually has some, some probably some biotin or some, some um, chemicals in there, not chemicals, but products in there that'll help uh, speed beard growth. And Ranger was their, uh, their number four product. And number five was Viking Viking Revolution, which I have tried. It, it gave a great, great shine to it. It made my beard feel great, but it just I had a lot of a lot of issues with control. Um, with bigger beards, it is tough. I do use a beard butter as well. I use Live Bearded uh, Beard Brother. Uh, yeah, Beard Brother. <laughs> Live Bearded Beard Butter. Well, I tried to say that five times fast. I know I'm not going to. But uh, yeah, so that's that's my that's my uh, combination. Those are the top rated that I'd highly recommend. If you have one that's better, I know there's some out there. Some other people have recommended that they've had great luck for, um, and I can I can touch on those on a further beard talk. Now that we've gone over what oils to try, um, how to trim all that, how often should you oil? You got to oil every day. I'm telling you. Every single day. With a big beard um, like mine, other big beards, they can attest to this. You're going to want to oil more than once a day. Um, I know a couple of times I oil in the morning by the time afternoon hits. You can just kind of tell it's kind of soaked in. It's just kind of all over the place. So apply it as needed. Usually all I do is uh, put it in the palm of your hand, make about a quarter to a 50-cent piece. Yeah, kids, 50-cent piece. They used to be a thing. Look them up. Rub your hands together, start at the neck area, and just kind of stroke the beard. Just evenly put it in there. If you want to touch it up with your beard balm, your beard butter, do the same thing. Get a glob of it, get your hands together, just get in there. You got some residue, throw it in the chest hair, throw it in your normal hair. Don't let it go to waste. But yeah, try to apply as much as you can. The basic rule of thumb is twice a day. If it can't happen, that's fine. 
but you'll definitely uh, notice the benefits of doing it, even if you do it, you know, in the morning or when you get home from work. Make sure you do apply with a um, lightly wetted beard. It will absorb it and it'll make it look much better. Some people as well, you might want to do three times a day. I mean, if you want to promote hair growth, a clean face, and regular use of beard oil, is definitely going to help your uh, your body grow more hair. It's just science. Look it up. During hot summer months, the beard oil is going to act like a sunscreen for your hair so it doesn't dry out, crack, and eventually break. Just another great benefit of using oil. Before you go swimming, shouldn't come as a surprise, but chlorine found in pools and water parks really damage and dry out your beard. So make sure you apply oil before you come into contact with the chlorine. It's going to help with that. If it does dry it out, just get a little more on after. Besides potentially harming the proteins in your beard, the essential oils and premium beard oils are very susceptible to heat and their effectiveness can degenerate very quickly if heated. So store your beard oils at room temperature. You should be good to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just kind of common sense. Um, Gear Hungry, they have some more information. Feel free to check it out. Now that I've almost beaten you with a dead horse about the oil talk and how important it is, I'm going to let it go. Just going to let it go like Elsa. All right. But I just want to touch on shampoos and conditioners. I did mention earlier, I'm a Viking Revolution guy. Um, Tools of Men has a great article about their best beard shampoos. Um, they've got Professor Fuzzworthy's. They've got Beard Wash by the Mountaineer brand. Art Naturals Natural Beard Shampoo. Viking Revolution. Uh, Zeus's Beard Shampoo. Blue Beards. Beard Growth Shampoo and Conditioner Set. So you can you can find all these on Amazon. Uh, you can you can go buy the best rated, but that doesn't always mean it is the best rated. It's just the most button. So um, just do a little do a little research. I highly recommend going liquid shampoo over bar shampoo. I just haven't heard great things about people using the the bar shampoos. If they work for you, that's great. But the biggest thing is kind of trial and error. They're only. 14 15 bucks for your shampoo conditioner sets you're talking eight nine bucks for some amish oil um so i mean you're looking at 30 bucks you're gonna get a you're gonna get a month or two out of it it's not terrible to to have just an amazing feeling amazing looking beard because if you're gonna grow it let's be honest you want it to look good as always if you have any questions any social media hit me up shoot me an email whatever's easier love to get into further detail I don't want to talk about it anymore. I do, but I feel like I'm, I've just lost you guys. But if you're still here, thank you very much. Let's talk about what's coming up with Beard Laws, what's what's new, what's exciting. As I mentioned earlier, if you don't know about Beard Laws, still trying to raise a little bit of money. The new quote is about 7400 and then that was for 11 43-inch LG TVs. So going from 13-inch CRTVs to 43-inch just gonna just gonna blow some people mind <laughs> um but i was just recently informed that there might be expanding to go to 13 so i would like to get confirmation on that if i do i'm gonna need about an extra thousand dollars so there is still room for donations anything that is made on beard laws doesn't go to me it goes directly towards the cancer center um, so feel free, like I said, check it out, PayPal, whatever is mentioned earlier in the podcast. I'll recap it in the outro, but, uh, 
another exciting project that is coming up is um, a book. I've always had a concept of wanting to put out a book. So what I think I'm going to do is I'm reaching out to local artists, people that can draw, people that want to draw. If that is you, please let me know. Hit me up. But I want to take um, I want to take all the beard laws that are out there, the ones that are copywritten, the first 150 or so, and get them into a book. Probably going to be volume one. Stay tuned. It's going to be exciting. I'm excited. I just I just envision it as just the typical dude bathroom reading. Yes, I know it's weird to sit there and think that a lot of people might read my book while on the toilet. But you have to read something. All right? Maybe it's just a dude thing. Maybe it's just guys that I hang out with. Fellas, let me know. But I feel I got to read something. All right? Buddy was over here the other day. Had some Taco Bell. Dearly was paying for it and forgot his phone. So he just read a shampoo bottle. Round two, Taco Bell hit a little later on. Grabbed another bottle there. I think he was reading The Bleach. So if you have any information or any questions of what happens if you accidentally consume bleach, it is on the bottle, but you can hit me up and I'll have my friend give you a shout. So I just think that the the Beard Laws book is just going to be an amazing, funny, easy read for when you're doing your business. Hopefully... It can turn into something way more awesome, like reading some laws to your kid as they go to bed. Maybe the children can read the laws themselves. Some of them are very not kid-appropriate, just to be warned. But, uh, yeah, that's something exciting that is coming up. Stay on the lookout for that. And like I said, if you're an artist and you want to help out, please hit me up. I would would love it. Also coming up, uh, potentially doing a little mini episode in a series that the real Slim Yeezus, a um, Instagram user, he's also on TikTok, he has going on. Um, so stay tuned for that. Follow him. Follow myself. I am 44BeerNuts44 on TikTok. Twitter, The Real Beard Law. We're going to be collaborating. We have a concept in place. He's putting together a script. We're going to act it out. It's going to be awesome. It's about beard history. History, beard, they go together like peanut butter and jelly, like spaghetti and meatballs, you know? So stay tuned. That's another another exciting, exciting thing that's happening with Beard Laws. Also um, started streaming Brawl Stars. I don't know if any of you guys play Brawl Stars. I'm a dork, right? I work at a hospital. I do IT. I like to game out. Don't always have a lot of time. Found that app games are about the only thing that I have time for. Brawl Stars is perfect. For me, it's a it's a Supercell game. Started off with Clash of Clans, went to Clash Royale, Brawl Stars came out. I, I it seems like every time they release a new game, it just kind of kills the other games for me. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's you guys. But uh, I've been stuck on Brawl Stars. Fun game. You don't have to overplay it and overplay it and overplay it to kind of you know build your resources up. It's it's less time consuming, but it's uh it's a lot of fun. There's 3v3 modes, 1v1 modes, but uh, yeah, stream on Twitch. Please give me a follow. I'm just starting off. Got about 9 or 10 followers. Beardnuts44. It's got the Beard Laws logo everywhere. Check it out. Also, I don't know if you guys know about, um, there's a um, group of bearded gentlemen that have a very, very good mission. Um, Something similar to kind of what... I have um, worked hard for with Beard Laws, but a much bigger, better, well-done, established um, group. 
Um, I've, I've, I've talked to a lot of people about them. Um, it was something, like I said, the mission statement just caught my eyes. It, it's Bearded Villains. Beardedvillains.com. You can check it out. Um, they're a brotherhood of elite bearded men from all over the world. They're dedicated to the beard, charity, family, respect, loyalty. Uh, their mission statement is to unite bearded men of all cultures, races, creed, and sexuality in a brotherhood devoted to loyalty, honor, and respect toward all people, dedicated to the betterment of mankind through fraternity, charity, and kindness. They were established in L.A. in 2014 with the purpose of showcasing the bearded men with character from your next-door neighbor to the supermodel on GQ Mag. The Brotherhood has grown worldwide now and organically took shape of its own. There's chapters in Germany, Canada, Greece, Netherlands, Australia, Mexico, 25 states in the U.S., all over the U.K., just to name a few. Um, the chapters are uh, active. They have different activities, different charities, um, lots of work, support, respect, and loyalty for the Bearded Villains Brotherhood. Um, I've been in contact with a, a scout for several months, and recently um, I was deemed a, a beard, uh, Bearded Villain hopeful. Um, I was able to raise my, my flag. I'm very excited to continue the journey. It's just starting. I can't wait to get patched as a member um, be able to go to some meetups. The world meetup is actually, I think, August 2nd through the 4th out in L.A. where everything started. So I'm definitely going to try to get out there. So if there's any other bearded villains on there, what's up, brothers? Hopefully I'll get an opportunity to meet you guys in L.A. I just got to see uh, how finances and, and how beard laws kind of pans out and with the with the donations, the timing, the installation, all of that stuff. So just a great organization. Every single um, brother that I've talked to, just great people. Um, you'll, you'll see them. They're all over Instagram uh, is, is the main place where I saw them. It seems like their main involvement. Um, there is some guys on TikTok as well and Twitter and Facebook and everything. So just, a, just an amazing organization, amazing brotherhood. So if you haven't checked them out, check them out. If you're interested in trying to be a part of it, just keep reaching out, get active, find a scout or hit me up and I can try to recommend, uh, recommend mine. So Again, thanks to thanks to mine for working so hard to help me be a part of an amazing brotherhood. Right, it's now time for some beard news. Because let's face it, what's better than some news that isn't the same old political, the same old boring, monotonous kind of news? In my opinion, I know a lot of people are into that. Just in my opinion, it kind of seems like it's there's a lot of depressing. It's the same kind of things, and it's it just kind of bums me out. So what I do is I try to find news that involves beards. So recently, a buddy of mine sent me over a link from the uh, LADBible.com about how genetics expert finally explains why so many non-ginger people have ginger beards. So I'm, I'm just kind of looking at it, and I was like, huh, I guess I kind of am intrigued because like, if you look at my beard, the bottom of it's orange. There are certain patches that just turns bright orange. I don't have any family members that I'm aware of at all that are gingers or have any type of uh, ginger traits um, according to ancestry.com i am 25 percent irish but i don't uh, i can't see any redheads in any foreseeable future any family members that i have met on either side of my family so um quick little bullet points from the article here it was funny they made a little joke and it's like if you look at the beer and you look and you got some uh some ginger in you don't worry your mother wasn't with the milkman there's actual scientific evidence that supports what's going on so according to um 
to this expert, in order to have red hair, um, an individual needs to have two copies of the same gene, one from their mom and one from their dad. However, for a ginger beard, a person only needs just one copy of that gene, which means that if either of their parents has it, even if they don't have red hair, then they're going to end up with a hint of auburn in their facial hair, which I just kept uh, kept reading into because neither of my parents have any red hair, but I'm guessing my uh, my dad's side that was Irish at least had the gene in it, which is uh, pretty pretty interesting stuff to me, at least I think. And the scientist's name, I'm sorry, you're probably never going to hear this podcast, but if you do, I do apologize for butchering your name, but it, it appears to be Petra Haik-Blom from Forcentrum, the Dutch National Information Center of Genetics and Hereditary Traits. Um, apparently, he said that, generally speaking, people inherit hair color, not only from their parents, but also from their grandparents and even early ancestors. The genes that determine hair color are also called incomplete dominant hereditary traits. This means that there isn't one single gene that's dominant over the rest, but all genes influence each other. So it's entirely possible that one distant ancestor had a hair color that suddenly appears again through a certain combination of genes, and that can be quite unexpected for parents. So if you've been wondering why you have that random uh that random ginger spot or ginger hair i always thought honestly like it was just from the sun or the hair getting too long it was gonna go a little bit orangish and then it was just gonna start turning gray and white maybe i have a couple more years with the black and obviously the ginger so to any of my great ancestors that carried this gene thank you very much it's a little weird but i'm, I'm proud to have a little bit of that ginger in other news Portland has proposed new standards for beards, tattoos, and education for officers due to a very big shortage, apparently. Portland police officers may soon be allowed to grow beards as long as the facial hair doesn't interfere with their job performance or does not interfere with the proper fit of protective equipment. The proposed beard policy was announced Wednesday among a package of changes the Bureau is making to deal with a critical shortage of officers and recruiting challenges. Well, that's just great news. I mean, there's no need to ever fear a police officer with a nice beard. You know, it can't it can't interfere with equipment and this and that, but I mean, it's not a Viking. I mean, if there was Vikings coming at us, there's there's reason to be a little bit worried. Or if there's pirates coming at us, like real legit pirates, there's a little bit of a worry. But a beard of police officer, that just screams uh that just screams absolutely innocent, absolutely um, absolutely calming, but maybe it's just me. I don't know. So that's, uh, that's what we got for beer news. Pretty exciting stuff. Glad I could educate you. Um, if you're in Portland, you're looking to be a cop, didn't want to shave. There you go. You can be a cop now. Probably make some good money too. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up. I want to thank everybody that has stuck through and listened to this and anybody that has checked this out. Please leave me some feedback. I know it's the first episode. We're all going to look back and be like, wow, you really put that out. That was episode one. What were you doing? What were you thinking? Were you not even thinking? Was there not a brain in your head? But uh, yeah, episode one, it's in the books. It's live. You're listening to it. We made it. We did it. <laughs> um Feel free to, like I said, leave me some feedback, please, Matt at BeardLaws.com. Give me a follow. Give BeardLaws a follow on Facebook, just BeardLaws. Instagram, also just BeardLaws. Twitter, The Real Beard Laws. And uh, if you're on Twitch, 
Beer Nuts 44, which is incorporated with Beard Laws. Check out beardlaws.com. Check out some merch, whatever else you want. Any merch you uh, you buy, you can look good and you can feel even better. Donating is such a great cause. Again, thank you all for tuning in. Greatly appreciated. Be on the lookout for episode two. And remember, always beard on.